Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today we're going to talk about kitty toothuses, all about your cat's teeth. And joining me today is my handsome husband and co-host of the show, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everyone, and hello to my beautiful wife. And wow, what a great thing we're going to talk about today. You know, that's really important. I've been seeing a lot of people and their pets um, having tooth problems. I mean, I never would have thought about that, but uh, I'm, we're hearing about it quite often. So yep. it's probably, it's a great topic. Before we get started, though, what about our bonding tip of the week? Yes, our Vitacraft bonding tip of the week is nap together. You heard me right. Take a nap with your kitty. Why? Because it's good for both of you and it's a great bonding way. You know, I often get busy in my day. Not often. I always get busy in my day and don't really sit still very often unless I'm at my desk working. And when I do get out from behind my desk and maybe go sit down on the sofa or things like that, Pico takes note and he usually comes over and jumps up with me because he's like, Wow, are you okay, Mom? You never sit still. <laughs> but it's fun when we nap together. You know, your cats will sleep 15, 16 hours a day, and, and not consecutively. They take little naps throughout the day. That's where the term catnap came from. And naps are good for us. Studies have shown that they really do help us to re-energize if you just take a short 15, 20-minute nap. And if you do it with your cat, then you're also getting some bonding in. So this week, find some time to take a nap with your cat. Boy, and I tell you, I think you'll get lots of volunteer there because cats just love to sleep a lot. From what I understand by your podcasts here, that they sleep quite often. So they probably would really enjoy a little nap with you. And that's Really a good bonding tip. They do. So, I I remember when I had uh, I had COVID and I was in bed for a couple of days, which I never am. I'm never sick and I'm never in bed like that during the day. And Pico never left my side. He just cuddled up next to me the entire time. Anytime I go to lay down in the bed, he's like, oh, great. We're taking a nap. So, yeah, take advantage of that and take a nap with your kitty. <laughs> You, you will definitely get a good volunteer there. <laughs> so, you know, you recently scheduled Pico for a dental cleaning. Is that what inspired this topic? Well, partially, partially. You know, I'm always thinking every week, what are we going to talk about this week? And I absolutely appreciate listeners sending in questions. And I've had quite a few lately. And and because I've had so many, I dedicate like a, a whole show just to answering a bunch of different questions, which is kind of fun because it's kind of a, a hodgepodge of different things. And you get to hear stories about other people's cats and their situations. But in this case, one of our listeners named Nicole 
sent a, um, a an, an email saying, I'd love any tips you have on how I may be able to keep my little one's teeth clean or if it's something that naturally takes care of itself. And I thought, you know, we, we have enough probably to talk about a whole episode on cat dental and cat teeth. And I, and I don't think we've done it before. I think we talked about it in, a, in an episode where we talked about you know, the major medical issues that you really kind of need to watch out for in cats. And I think I mentioned dental and that, but we've we've never devoted a, an entire episode to your cat's teeth. So here it is. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I love it when we hear from listeners and they have questions for us to kind of answer. And, and especially for you, you do a lot of the research in the background, so or all the research in the background. So um, this is really great. So do teeth naturally stay clean in cats? I mean, it looks like why? what would put tartar on their teeth? I mean, I know yeah. how we do it as humans, but. No, the short answer is no. They don't stay naturally clean in cats. And it's something you really need to stay on top of. That's a simple answer. No, it's not automatic. It is interactive. <laughs> wow. Okay, so does Pico have dental issues then? I mean, he's only two, right? Well, you know, this is interesting. So um, I had done a, you know, I I wanted a baseline on Pico when we got him. So when he was about mm, six or eight months old, I took him to the vet and I had a complete blood panel. I wanted him to do x-rays of his chest in particular because here in New Mexico, there's a lot of dust in the air and they're really are a lot of respiratory conditions in animals. You know, they live closer to the ground. They get more of that dust in their lungs. So I really wanted a a baseline health. Well, one of the other things I did was the base pause DNA. And it came back saying, you know, they do a dental marker, which is cool, in addition to the genetics and, and, and other types of health markers. But the dental marker in particular came back saying, he was good. He was at, you know, low to no risk of dental disease. Well, then I did it again just a few weeks ago, and it came back saying that he was at high risk for dental disease and tooth resorption. And they had him like in the red range of that. And so I kind of, you know, I was like, well, we got to get a handle on this right away. So that's why I scheduled that that vet visit that we went down to do kind of a preliminary dental check. And then, you know, Tabasco, our cat prior to Pico de Gato, we have red spicy kittens and cats, if you can't tell. But (laughs) Tabasco, you know, he stopped eating one day. And I immediately thought, this has got to be a dental issue. Because when cats eat, and if it makes their mouth hurt, then they associate that pain with that particular flavor and smell of food. And so the next time you put it down, they smell it and they go, oh, no, that stuff makes my mouth hurt. I'm not eating it. And you find you're having to switch to all different kinds of food just to find something they will eat. That is usually a huge red flag of a dental issue. So I took him to a vet and they took him to another room and did a blood draw. And they supposedly did a dental exam and came back in and said, no, his, his teeth look fine. Well, this went on for about eight months, and I could just tell something was not right. It just, he was losing weight, and he wasn't eating right. I'm like, this, this, this isn't right. Something's wrong. So I took him to a different vet when, when we were back in Dallas, and, um, and she looked and said, oh my gosh, yes, he has two 
infected teeth and had to do two teeth extractions. Well, all that time, that, that eight months of having that horrible bacteria and infection running through his body was really the beginning of the end for him. I mean, he was already, you know, I think 14 at the time, but still, um, and he went on to live another two years, but those were not great, healthy, vital years for him. And it all started with a, with a dental issue that went undiagnosed. So I'm particularly sensitive about these things when it comes to cats and, and want to get ahead of it. So I wouldn't say that Pico has dental issues now. I don't really know. Again, they just kind of look in the mouth best they can that the cat will let them. And then once they sedate him and do a full exam when they go in uh, on the next visit, then I'll know more. But um, I'm just trying to get preemptively ahead of it. So what about feeding dry food? I mean, I see commercials all the time about how their their special dry food will take the tartar off of teeth. And it's probably mostly dogs. But, you know, that there is commercials out there that they they kind of uh, throw that out there. Doesn't that help knock off the tartar also? Um, no. In, in a short answer, no, it doesn't. That is absolutely myth. So when cats, cats don't chew. So if you think about it this way, their jaw only moves up and down. It doesn't move side to side. And so it, when they when they actually bite down on dry food, they're shattering it. That's it. And then it's, they're swallowing it just in smaller pieces. They're not really chewing it. And so the actual food doesn't really come in contact with the sides of the teeth. It only comes in contact with, you know, the surface of the teeth that's shattering it. So no, it really can't. It's, it's almost physically impossible for dry food to actually help get tartar off the teeth. That, that is a myth. So, no, doesn't work. Don't <laughs> feed your cat dry food. That's another whole podcast. And I have a <laughs> webinar coming up on cat nutrition, by the way. Don't know when you're listening to this, but um, actually it may be after. But you can go to YouTube. I always put my webinars up on YouTube, and there's a great webinar on nutrition that talks a lot about dental issues and, and cat's teeth and things like that. Okay, so, you know, you mentioned that um, the food gets onto the top surface of the teeth. It, does that mean that cats uh, have cavities? Well, they don't technically have cavities like we do, no. They have what's called, you know, they, they have dental disease, but they can also have tooth resorption. So, and, and some people refer to that tooth resorption lesions as cat cavities, but they're not really. What happens is that tooth is breaking down from the inside out and develops kind of holes in it. And then it, you know, it, it, it actually just completely resorbs, which is why it's called tooth resorption. They, they resorbs into the body, like the body is just eating the tooth from the inside out. It's very painful. And, um, and, and a lot of times, you know, it goes unnoticed because, again, you know, detecting pain in a cat is very difficult. But and you can't see it necessarily until it's gotten bad, you know, until the gums are red and, and you can see that. But 
um, yeah, it's 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 kind of nasty that tooth uh, resorption wow. stuff. But no, they don't really get cavities. They, you know, they get infections and they get tooth resorption. And they get tartar and plaque buildup, which is a lot of bacteria, and then that can cause an infection in the tooth, but not really a cavity. It works a little differently. Okay, so um, is dental disease something that happens in old age cats? No, it can happen at any age, and it and it varies in severity too. You know, some some cats will develop tooth resorption at an early age. I, I had a client the other day that had two cats that are like two years old, about Pico's age, and they both have tooth resorption, and it's uh, she's already had to go have like four teeth on each of them extracted but you know they they often have dental issues their whole lives especially with tooth resorption that that's going to be something that's ongoing unfortunately and there's lots of factors you know i've always said i felt like the the red cats the ginger cats the orange cats seem to have more bacteria and tartar and plaque on their teeth and that is completely anecdotal but but some factors that contribute to how bad, you know, um, dental issues in cats are going to be are genetics. You know, a lot of it's inherited. The chemistry of the mouth, the amount of bacteria that's in the mouth, tooth alignment and can have a lot to do with it, their diet, and, of course, dental care in, in general has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, we feed Pico a raw food diet. Well, raw food does have more bacteria in it than a canned food. So he is probably a little more predisposed to dental issues just because he has a lot more bacteria in his mouth than a cat eating canned food. Wow. So how are cleanings really done, though? When, you, when you're talking about cleanings, I envision the little kitty sitting in a dental chair, lean back, you know, pause up, relaxed with, you know, the doctor just looking in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I am in a dental chair. There's nothing relaxing about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that when in, in cats, um, they actually sedate your cat. So he's under a general anesthesia and then they do a, a tooth cleaning and polishing, very similar to what they do on on us, you know, they have little uh, kind of grinding-ish and polishing tools that go around each tooth, and they get all that plaque and tartar off, and then they go back and polish them up so they're nice and pearly white. <laughs> <laughs> Always pearly whites, right? <laughs> and and how often have you had your cat smile at you where you see the teeth shining? <laughs> right, the little bling. <laughs> <laughs> bling. <laughs> yeah, how often do you see that? And if you do see that out there, anybody listening, send us pictures. We'd love to see that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so is uh, dental work on a cat very expensive? Oh, my gosh. It is ridiculously expensive. Now, you and I flew to Southern California and then over to Tijuana for dental work recently. And I got 3D x-rays and a full cleaning and, you know, lots of time with the doctor and that kind of thing for $70. Well, Pico, his, his upcoming dental cleaning and polishing is going to run $750. Yeah. 
And uh, yes, it's ridiculously expensive. And if they have to do extractions, then you know that's adding hundreds of extra dollars to that to that cleaning bill. And so a lot of people don't do it. Obviously, I mean, it's not you know it's 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 expensive. <laughs> it's extremely expensive. And so a lot of people just don't do it. Kind of like we do with our own teeth. You know, a lot of people don't take care of their own teeth as well as they should also, um, myself included. But um, thankfully, I've been blessed with a relatively low amount of tartar on my teeth. So I haven't had too many major issues. But yeah, it's expensive. It's like, you know, giving you a heart attack expensive. So how frequently does this really need to be done with your cats. Like, you know, they tell us that we have to at least go in every couple of years or, you know, once a year to the dentist to have a checkup. What about cats? Yeah, you're supposed to do it annually, you know, but I, the vet I saw at a cat only clinic last week, I, I was pleased to hear her say that not necessarily, let's look at the cat, you know, let's not go by a, a textbook prediction that it has to be every year, every other year, let's look at the cat and look at the amount of tartar and plaque buildup and see if that cat needs to have it done more frequently. And, um, you know, but but most vets will recommend once a year. Well, $750 a year and putting your cat through anesthesia annually, you know, that's that's a lot. So I say watch your cat's teeth, you know, look at, at them. And, and are they yellow? They should be white like they were when a kitten, you know, when they had little kitten white, white teeth. They should look like that. And so if they're yellow and if the gums are red or irritated, you can see right there where the gum meets the tooth. Sometimes there's a, you know, red, irritated looking, you know, tissue right there. Well, that's not good. That that means you need to get in and get the cat's teeth cleaned. So, you know, I... I kind of agree with the vet that I saw recently and look at the cat. Don't look at the shoulds, you know, on, on it. Well, you mentioned a minute ago about how chewing food and stuff doesn't really knock off the, 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 uh, tartar, but is there anything you can think of that would help or does help knock off some of the tartar? Yeah, there are, there actually are. Um, there's, there are cat dental treats that actually work. There is a group called the Veterinary Oral Health Council, and they actually look at products and and certify products as being effective. And um, you can find them at vohc.org. There's a lot of great info on that site. And they have a tab on the website that specifically says accepted products for cats. And one of the things you'll notice on that list and one of the things this vet I saw recently said was there's actually prescription diets for dental care. Well, of course, they're dry food. And she totally agreed. Do not feed your cat a dry food only diet. But go ahead and get a small bag of that and use it as treats because they don't need to just eat it all day only that. But but if you're using them in like food puzzles or foraging, hiding food puzzles and things like that. They make great treats or use them with training, clicker training, treat toss, all because they're hard and crunchy. And it's something about the shape of them that actually makes 
contact with the right surfaces on the teeth. And, you know, so you could try that. But there's also um, um, greenies. I think everybody's heard of greenies. Greenies are actually, um, you know, approved by these people, by the by the Veterinary Oral Health Council. And there's a company called Healthy Mouth that makes water additives and topical sprays and and that kind of thing. And and Whiskas makes dental dent, dental treats called Dental Bites. And Purina also has a couple brands in there. So if you go to um, vohc.org and look at that tab on accepted products for cats, you'll see there's actually quite a few few things there that you can do that you can buy to help keep the cat's tartar down in between cleanings. So is there other things besides that that you could do, such as brushing their teeth or making them use mouthwash or something? <laughs> yeah, ergo pico gargle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do recommend, you know, nothing works as good as brushing your cat's teeth. Now, I bought these little finger brushes for infants for for little tiny babies and and you put them on your finger and the one i got has bristles all the way around it so you know i don't have to worry about that i get the little bristle part actually on the tooth now i told myself when we got pico as a kitten that i was going to start brushing his teeth as a kitten so that i would have a cat that would allow me to brush his teeth because you know, think about it. It's not the easiest thing to do in an adult cat. And, um, and I didn't, you know, I just, I just didn't do it. And so now that he actually has some tartar buildup, I'm going to have to do it. So what I'm going to do is there's some enzymatic toothpaste. Now I did notice this was not on the list of the veterinary oral health council. However, there's some enzymatic toothpastes that come in a malt flavor and a chicken flavor. I think the cats are probably going to like the malt flavor the best. And so what I'm going to do is now that Pico's an adult, I'm going to have to go really slow and gradually condition him to this. So I'm going to start with that toothpaste on my finger and let him lick it off like a treat. And then I'm going to put the brush on the next time and I'm going to put the the toothpaste on the on the finger brush and let him lick it off that now i'm we're kind of lucky because pico's the kind of cat that likes to rub his teeth on you a lot of cats do it's kind of a scenting thing where they'll especially their canine they'll rub the side of that canine on you so he does do that and he does let me stick my finger in his mouth a little bit and i can rub that canine now i can't stick my finger all the way back to the back molars and rub around down there he's not going to put up with that but um figure i'll start once i get him to like this toothpaste then i'll start with that canine and then slowly just start going back so that it's kind of like a treat you know it's treat time now i haven't done it yet i'm probably going to start next week so wish me well, and we'll do a little follow-up on how this is going. I'll probably uh, I'll probably do some sort of video on it so everybody can see the process, if it works, and um, hopefully it will. Might have to go through a couple different flavors of the of the toothpaste to make it work, but that's my that's my plan. And you know, really the bottom line to all this is to you know take care of your cat's teeth preventatively, just like your own teeth. If I had started brushing his teeth when he was a kitten, like I had 
full intentions of doing, then he may not have as much tartar and plaque as he does now. And if I had started feeding him greenies or dental treats along the way on more of a regular basis, then he might not have as much plaque as he does today. So definitely, you know, from here forward, he's two. So we we got a lot more time left with these teeth in his mouth. But from here forward, you know, I'm going to do a better job on my part of preventatively, you know, keeping his teeth clean after he gets back from his next cleaning so that we don't have any more serious issues down the line. Well, I won't be tempting him with any candy or anything like that, so he will keep clean teeth. <laughs> That's right. And you wonder, how do cats get so much plaque and tartar on their teeth when they don't eat sugars <laughs> right right. you know because that's what we yeah. always hear that it's it's all this candy you eat causes cavities in your teeth but oh i don't need any candy it's just it's from bacteria right. which is interesting right right well molly this has been a fantastic show as usual you've done a great job bringing to light some uh interesting topic and you know what you know feeding people feeding your a cat, a dry food is not a way to handle tartar. So that's something really good to know. Cats don't really have uh, cavities. That's really good to know. Uh, They'd be cat to Vs if they did. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about (laughs) uh, dental disease, you know, that is something that's real and could happen sometime in the future with an older cat, right? Any any age, any age. Pickles too. You know, Pico's too, and that and that base pause thing came back saying that he's at high risk for dental disease, and he's only two, so they don't have to be old. It could be any age. Yeah, you know, and thinking about the cost of what that would be um, is is just amazing for people to consider when it comes to taking care of your cat's teeth. It's yeah, amazing. so it's crazy so, expensive. Yeah, and so I wonder if we could fly him to Tijuana with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See if they have something over there. We'll look into that. <laughs> you know, um, anyone else out there listening that has some of these kind of questions, you know, or it maybe something small or minute, it really might be something that somebody else is thinking of or or looking at. It would be good to send those topics to Molly, let her do the research behind them, and you know, go to work on putting together a program like this. So that way everyone can be informed. So, and it's really easy to do. All you have to do is send in a quick email, just with a couple things, or, you know, you don't have to get into a long email, just send something short and sweet if you want. And you can send that to molly at cattalkradio.com. Absolutely, please. I do. I love to hear from you. And and the other ones I usually answer pretty quickly, and then I'll also include them in our listener questions episode. So please send them to me. You can also help support the general work that we do outside of this podcast. I mean, we provide this podcast for free and have built up a library of 188 episodes so far of cat care and cat behavior information. And we do all this for free. You know, it's it's a lot of work and it's not, uh, it, it does cost us money to stay on the air. So if you wanna help us stay on the air, or you just appreciate us taking the time out of our Sunday morning to record this and do this for you, then consider sending us a, a donation. To It's a nonprofit at catbehaviorsolutions.org and go to the store, the Behavior Boutique, 
and below all the items there's donation amounts and you could just drop in a little bit and um, and pay with your credit card and that's a way to help us stay on the air and we we greatly appreciate you doing that yes we do and while you're at the store you could go ahead and pick up some of those wonderful toys that molly uh specially handpicks uh out of um all the different things that are out there she's really got some really good toys out there for you to look at and be sure to like us on facebook and follow us on instagram also everybody's doing it these days so please to go do that also i would like to suggest you go to youtube and look up cat behavior solutions and find out uh, look at some of the videos molly has uh, you can also um, go to Cat Talk Radio and uh, see some stuff there too. So yeah, because we have we have uh, all the bonding tips you hear on this show are actually videotaped separately, and so there's a ton of bonding tips. There's some of the actual Cat Talk Radio episodes that I videotape if there's something visual to see in the show. And um, just all kinds of stuff, tips, tricks, all kinds of great cat stuff at YouTube, Cat Behavior Solutions. And we're yeah. going to keep doing this. We're going to keep putting stuff out there on YouTube and on Cat Talk Radio and all the ways that we do, as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is, is the number one cause death of death in, in cats. cats. Until next time, everybody, keep calm and purr on. Yes, thank you, everybody. Goodbye. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.